This is Napkin Scribbles, a podcast by Arthur and Professor Leonard Sweet. Today's Napkin Scribble is sponsored by Portland Seminary of George Fox University. For more information, join them on the web at portlandseminary.org. Now here's Leonard Sweet. Forget Coca-Cola. Forget Colonel Sanders' secret recipe. Forget McDonald's special secret sauce. The most prized secret in the world is none of those. It's chartreuse. You go, it's what? Chartreuse? Now, when you think of chartreuse, I don't know what you think of. Um, If you come from one of my traditions, the holiness tradition, um, you think of a color. However, chartreuse is also another something. In fact, the color comes from the other something that it is. So if you're a Catholic or an Episcopalian or a Presbyterian, you think of a liqueur. It's called chartreuse. So I want to tell you the story of chartreuse. In the 11th century, there were a lot of new uh, orders that were being formed the uh, Dominicans, Benedictines, but the Carthusians was one such order. And in 1084, St. Bruno of Cologne founded this order of Carthusians because he wanted, he, he wanted to be a hermit, but he didn't want hermits to live separated from other hermits, but he wanted to still be a hermit. So what he did was he created these little hermitages, these little huts, hermitage huts, that were within eyesight of one another, um, where the hermits could live in prayer, in silence, in solitude, but yet live in, in community. And the community was basically, can you eyeball each other? Um, and they spent their lives copying manuscripts. Again, they, these. These monks would spend their entire life copying one, one book of the Bible, uh, expecting nobody else ever to see it but God, and that would be a fulfilling life. Um, they're called illuminated manuscripts. If you've ever seen one, I call them the first web pages, as every page is incredibly designed with all sorts of animals jumping out at you, like that the, the were the ones that uh, were being talked about. And, uh, so it helped the stories come alive. They were animating, so you illustrate points, but you animate stories. And so these web pages were just full of these animations. And the monk would, again, spend their entire life just doing one of these. And St. Bruno was given, finally, some property to do this, um, to create this community of monks um, living within eyesight of one another um, in the Chartreuse. Now, the Chartreuse was a, a, a region of France, um, not too far from Grenoble. And um, um, so in the Chartreuse, in this little community, these monks would, were formed, and this hermitage was formed. These, and they, they would come together at feast days and feast together, but other times they would leave each other alone and just do their, do their work. Bernard of Clairvaux, founded the Cistercians in 1098. This is 1084. The stricter order of the Cistercians were the Benedictines, now known as the Trappists, named after the monastery, a French monastery. 
the, these um, monks were very happy doing their copying their manuscripts and and then you would people would buy these illuminated manuscripts and and then you have something called the Protestant Reformation and if you know the story of Protestant Reformation you know what happened to all these monasteries they were destroyed and the monks scattered and so now these monks are out there all these Cistercians, Benedictines, Trappists, uh, Carthusians and they got to find a way to make a living and so they put some of their skills to use and by the way, there is an association that that protects some of the brands of some of these monasteries. For example, there's an International Trappist Association that protects the Trappist brand and includes in it uh, bread. I, I had a parish once right across from the Abbey of the Genesee where they were famous for monk's bread and made a lot of money because people love their monk's bread. But they also make chocolates, honey, cheese, biscuits, olive oil, wine, soaps, shampoos. Unfortunately, there's even one Trappist brand for a toilet cleanser. We won't even go there, but any rate, mushrooms. Oh, I forgot mushrooms. Yeah, there's, so there's all these Trappist brands, all these monks brands. Um, but the most unusual of all the products created by these monks who had been just scattered by the Protestants was something called Chartreuse. In 1737, a monk found a way to bring together 130 flowers, herbs, spices, and create a liqueur called green chartreuse. This has been called the most complex taste in human existence. These 130 blendings and uh, meshings of flowers, herbs, and spices. All natural, all naturally grown, all organic. And it took off like wildfire. The problem is, or the, the challenge was, that only the head of the Carthusian order and that one monk knew the formula and the ingredients and the percentages of what went, how much of what. And so you had in the whole world only two people, the head of the order, the Carthusian order, and that one monk. In 1838, they decided to make one a little less filled with alcohol. I think the it's 55%, something like that, the uh, liqueur that's the green chartreuse. Then they, in 1838, they made a yellow chartreuse. Uh, a little less than half the alcohol. And again, they added one more monk who would know the formula. So you've got the abbot, plus the green monk, and the yellow monk. These people never travel together. They never go anywhere together. They never walk together. They never fly together. They are always kept separate because they're the only three people in the world. And two of them don't know each other's recipe. So there's only one person in the world that knows both recipes. And two people know each one. So the most, the best kept secret of any formula for any food is called, and you know it, by a color. Green chartreuse, yellow chartreuse, but it's really a liqueur. Everything has a story if you know it. And let me tell you the end of the story. I challenge you, I challenge you, not to be moved by a movie called Into Great Silence. This is a story 
of a terrorist attack on a monastery. Uh, it is a it is in black and white. It is handheld. Um, it is a virtual documentary of what happened to Carthusian monks at the Grand Manor in Chartreuse and their witness to the gospel um, in the midst of the worst of times. How God can bring and do the best in the worst. And it's without a soundtrack. It is, again, jerky. And it's almost two hours. But I challenge you to watch this movie into great silence without being moved, without crying, without being inspired. And I don't remember ever the chartreuse being shown in the movie. I don't think it ever appears. I don't think the name chartreuse appears. But these are the monks at the monastery where this is made. And it's a story about faithfulness in the midst of violence and hatred. Remember St. Bruno. October 6th is his feast day. Never officially canonized because he didn't want any publicity and he wanted no honor. Uh, the incredible story behind one of the most um, hard-to-find liqueurs and the most complex, the most complex taste that will ever hit the human palate. Thank you for listening to Napkin Scribbles. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with a friend today. Today's Napkin Scribbles was sponsored by Portland Seminary of George Fox University. For more information, join them on the web at portlandseminary.org. For Professor and Arthur Leonard Sweet, until next time, happy scratching and scribbling.